You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Two, one, hit it. This is the second episode of Go Fringe Yourself. Uh, joining us now from Ellipses Morph is Gabe and Roxanne. And uh, I have, this is one of the shows like shortlisted that we wanted to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, we want more. Sarah had a little Excel spreadsheet that she was keeping up about of just like different shows. And we're just like, obviously, when Fringe season comes around, you just start getting a, like, you usually get a lot of press releases. But then, uh, like, from the various theater companies in Montreal, but then Fringe is just, like, crank the amount of press releases in your inbox like, <laughs> up to 11 because you're just getting tons of them. And just uh, some of, the, like, the photography and the imagery that uh, your, your show kit, has yeah. been sending out, it just immediately gives you, like, you're like, okay, hang on. There's, like, uh-huh. this apple and a lot of blood and, yeah. the, like... And you guys uh, worked, uh, did you both work on uh, David Lynch's Wet Dream? Or no. uh, I worked on Scrum. We worked oh, on last, Scrum, right? And this is my first yeah. production first. with this group. But the production yeah. company. It has been around for three years. Yeah, exactly. yeah it started with David Lynch. David Lynch Wet Dream was, I think, maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, that was two years ago, and then last year was Scrum. Yeah. Scrum, and then Gabe joined us uh, yeah. cool. this, this year. Yeah. yeah, it actually started out because I saw their show last year, and I knew Nat- Natasha previously, and I was like, I, I need to do whatever you're doing next year. <laughs> Put me there. And now yeah. you're doing it. Yeah. yeah. So tell that us worked, a little that bit more about it. That worked out real well. It. Yeah. Because I want to learn a little bit more about it. Because the so the comment that I put was, "This is fucked up. We need to see it, and we need to talk to them." <laughs> <laughs> like crib notes from Sarah. It was this looks fucked up? We need to see it. And my 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 point for do we interview them was yes in caps with exclamation marks. Yeah, exactly. So when we're, when we're trying to like pick and choose which which shows we interview. So uh, I guess, yeah, just tell us as much as you can. I assume you don't want to spoil too much. Yeah, no, but like no spoilers. Mm, of course. Yeah. And maybe you might be able to, just as a pointer, you might be able to maybe, I don't know, without knowing so much about this show, you might be able to maybe contextualize a little bit of what you guys are about using past shows. Mm-hmm. Be, yeah. Like, so to prepare the audience a little bit <laughs> in terms of what, what you guys ex- can get up. What to yeah. kind of expect <laughs> yeah, without yeah. expecting too much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. Um, so it's movement theater. Mm-hmm. So it's a uh, it's like a regular play, but there are no words, mm-hmm. only yeah. movements. So it's like it's dance mm-hmm. basically, but with more of a storyline attached mm-hmm. to it, and characters mm-hmm. and character arcs um, and obstacles and goals for each character to fulfill during the piece. But everything is described by movement okay. of the body. So we. We work very physically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's I was asking you guys yeah. about your blood sugar at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, Natasha was like, oh, they're coming right out of rehearsal. And I was like, that's on a, on a movement-heavy rehearsal. And then being like, <sighs> "Yeah, now we're doing this interview. <laughs> it's like, this is going to be awesome. Um, so we have no script. We don't work with a script. We cool. just follow Natasha's uh, directions. And mm-hmm. she is setting up images that we... We try to recreate mm-hmm. as much as we can. Wow. <laughs> and yeah, we just build scene by scene. 
Are you guys able yeah. to like explain a little bit more about what the story is, or is that like spoilers? Well, <laughs> well, we can we can try, but kind of what's really cool about this show and also work that has been done previously by this company is that it's really based on on interpretation okay. because it's it's nonverbal. Mm-hmm. You it's. Mm-hmm. You're just getting from the images, right. and so when I saw the Scrum last year, I left <laughs> talking to a friend, being like, "Oh, okay," and I totally saw how this character represented this, and and just all, how it reflected society. Yeah. And she was like, "That was not what I got. Like, I got something <laughs> totally different." And so it's kind of cool to like, even at this point in the process, I, I told Natasha, "I was like, are we gonna sit and talk to each other about like what our interpretations are?" And she's like, "We'll do that right before we open. Like, that's gonna be our yeah. kind of, because oh, I have my that's ideas." A lot of pressure. In, in a certain way, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I would, I would almost be like, "Well, then, can we just do it after we close? Maybe if we're gonna leave it till right there, <laughs> yeah. let's just leave it till after we close." I, I don't think it'll be like, I don't think it'll be like in the wings, like, yeah. "Okay, this is what it's about. Now let's go." Now let's go. <laughs> but, but, but it is kind of, it is kind of cool because yeah. at this point, I feel like I have my ideas of what it is mm-hmm. and. And we were talking a little bit on our way here, but I think as as an actor, at least what I'm excited to find out is what the different interpretations yeah. are. So yeah. that I'm like, oh, okay, so this is unintentionally you're getting this this image out of it or this yeah. this yeah. interpretation out of it and how we can kind of play with that. Yeah. Yeah. And the subjectivity of it. That's I find it's super interesting and I find it's it's maybe um I think it's like that that notion is kind of like a newer idea in the arts a little bit like because you often have uh, that sort of like that stereotype of like the angry artist being like the audience didn't get it you know mm. but I was just sort of like I, f- I feel that recently in the past few years you have more artists kind of embracing and being like the audience can take away whatever they want yeah. you know like yeah. it's just sort mm-hmm. of like like I had a I had a thing in mind mm-hmm. that I was trying to put onto stage and if someone got something else from it like that's okay like you know like like that's sort of like a new idea I think that a lot more artists are kind of embracing Mm -hmm. in terms of like allowing their work to be open to interpretation allowing the audience to kind of take away it challenges the audience more too asking questions yeah exactly basically like there was I was just watching uh, an interview there's uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Childish Gambino uh, just brought out his video for This, this is America, America. Yeah. and people have been asking him like because like it's like full of imagery the video is just yeah. like jam packed people have been asking him like what does it mean and like obviously some of it's some of it's pretty overt but he's just like I'm just I'm I know what it means to me. Mm-hmm. You guys just watch it and do your own thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I like, totally respect that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. In, in a yeah. way, you kind of kill it if you have to explain yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna hold your hand mm. through this one. No. You yeah. guys, like just just <laughs> we we put it together in a certain way. You can take it away. And obviously, obviously, something through something that's presented through movement mm-hmm. uh, as an art is even more open ended because oh, yeah. you're, there's even less hand holding. I imagine. Mm-hmm. Although one thing I did want to ask about is you guys um, are working with a visual. Uh, like a projection yep. situation, so that stuff is, I guess, m- in a way, more. It, no, it, I'm not saying it'll. It I'm probably sure it's very open to interpretation, yeah. but that stuff is very fixed, right? Like every show, that'll it's be, be the same images. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. And as far as the choreography goes, too, like it is, it's not improvised in the sense oh, okay. like it is quite yeah. like yeah. the show is set. Um, but it's kind of the projections are we although we haven't seen them yet because. It's fringe, so we'll see it at our tech rehearsal. <laughs> yeah. but, the but day before we the, open. Yeah, but the idea really is is that like it helps kind of build the spaces. And, and she started telling us, like, at this point, you know, there's uh, like a strobe effector at this point. Like, the area will be delineated with mm-hmm. these kinds of lights. Mm-hmm. So okay, cool. so we, we have an idea of how it's going to shape the environment. Yeah. Um, and what and the, the aesthetic is, it's mm-hmm. really just creating a, a vibe and a sp- 
an energy and, and are we looking at a negative energy positive <laughs> energy mixed energy mixed maybe a bit on, a, on a scary sometimes oh. yeah, it's, I was it's gonna say on a scale of rainbows or like demon face <laughs> where are we rainbows to demon face <laughs> I, I feel like we, we because we play several characters I yeah. mean, none of us are fixed um, so there is a, an array of it but it's definitely on the darker side in some yeah. senses but I think I think it only really works because like th- it's not all just like oh yeah. it's all so sad <laughs> like it is violent but yeah. the, but it asks questions in a more like kind of open-ended way mm-hmm. nice I'm really yeah. excited <laughs> uh, my, my other question was uh, and I guess um, hopefully you guys know uh, this based from maybe what Natasha was saying especially since you're saying that the visuals aren't finalized yet were the visuals made uh, in conjunction with the movement pieces or were, was one made as a response to the other like did she maybe have s- knowing the visuals yeah, were going to yeah. be something headed to your direction mm. or was it they, did they come together at the same time I don't know if that I have a feeling that she is creating them as she's creating the the movements. Okay. I think it really goes uh, together. Same thing with sound too. Yeah. Like the sound, the sound is very present. The sound. So is this like is it a, like live sound or is it? There's recording? gonna be a little bit of live uh, s- singing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, making yeah. Th- Making uh, yeah, ma- uh, making sounds with uh, loop pedal live okay. on stage that okay, is uh, cool. being implied in at the beginning of the piece, and if not, she created a whole sound uh, soundscape soundscape, soundscape yeah, yeah, yeah. for cool. the there's sound from beginning to end, and that's been really cool I think in the process yeah. because obvi- since it is choreo basic, like, we've it's really important to work with it. So mm-hmm. it started out with certain sounds and like it's been a kind of back and forth of her being like okay this looks really cool so i'm gonna fix the sounds for that to right. me to mm-hmm. or, or vice yeah, versa yeah, yeah. you know yeah yeah so it, it feels like ah, natasha so really has like <laughs> this yeah. really strong vision right. which is really important when we started this rehearsal process like two and a half months ago at this mm-hmm. point and it was really like we she just was like these are the images we're going with and that was it we had no idea what kind of structure it was going to be and we mm-hmm. went, added scenes and then she we would do run throughs and she's like okay we need to add something there so yeah. 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 she would go and kind of Im- imagine just what like she a needed very creative process at mm-hmm. that point like it's building building it from guys. the ground up yeah. yeah like here's my idea you guys are the people mm-hmm. that are helping inspire <laughs> me for it mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. really really fun <laughs> So, uh, what were what are the you guys mentioned that obviously um, I've talked about the various themes and stuff that are going on. So, what are I guess like what are the what are the core ideas that an audience member might expect to see explored in Ellipses Morph? Um, body dysmorphia okay. is a subject that is very present throughout okay. the piece, mm-hmm. in, um, and it showed in different forms and it's different for each character Mm -hmm. there is something about their bodies or themselves that they try to um, fix or change Mm -hmm. and it's it can be something that is healthy like it's something that it cannot be healthy Mm -hmm. and can be very destructive Mm -hmm. but um, looking at what that can be for each individual person Mm -hmm. and how people experience it in different ways especially I find yeah. like it, it is kind of about the individual's journey of just of you know discovering themselves and, yeah. and that's kind of one of those things that I feel like is a lifelong thing yeah. but <laughs> really like it, within within the the 
some of the characters in my interpretation kind of represent <laughs> uh, represent certain yeah. aspects of society like mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. desire in society seeing someone um who like like the the, the idols that we look right. up to yeah. who are so beautiful that kind of thing but also the pressures of of the forces that in your individual in life you might not even be yeah. aware of but right. affected on you on how you're expected to be yeah so yeah. D- i feel like that's what yeah. what a lot of it is is the f- the forces that kind of play on one individual's kind of self exploration yeah that's crazy because i mean like just that that's always something that i've been kind of like fascinated with when you talk about like the idol thing like i don't know if you guys have seen there's a photo that like kicks around of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in the first X-Men movie and Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in like the third X-Men movie and like in the first X-Men movie he's like absolutely in great shape Mm. but by the third one he just has like completely like sculpted ripped abs and whatever like like he was he was fine so like within the same character playing the same role even Mm -hmm. he was certainly like and he was like billed basically as a like as a macho male like figure in both of them like this is the same character who was supposed to be a larger than a lot larger than life like macho figure Mm. and like had a a almost believably ripped body in the first one and then a completely unattainable body by the third one and you're like you know it's just like it's so weird i was like this is the same actor playing the same character and it's like we know it's supposed to be a superhero like we're not even expecting really a realistic version of a person in either situation Mm -hmm. but it's like if you google it it's very weird to see that you're like this is the same series of films and somehow they still like over the course of like whatever it was like five or six years just like set the bar from like already unattainable in the first one to just like monstrously unattainable zero percent body fat like whatever you can imagine when they get to the 10th movie like it's you know know, know what I mean I'm just sort of like I was like like, he was already an unattainable like figure in the first one but by the time they hit the third one like it's like zero the guy must have just been like working out and eating celery like you know like that was must have been his life for the entire Mm -hmm. thing to just maintain that look and you're like it's so weird that they seem to be getting like further and further uh, like at least in terms of like pop culture and like Hollywood films mm-hmm. or whatever it's like further and further away of any kind of attainable like a good looking person is just yeah. like now needs to be like cranked up to 11 and that's like before Photoshop even got mm. gets involved you know mm-hmm. like it's just mm-hmm. it's super weird and I just I feel yeah I mean like I've obviously I'm I'm not say hugely old I'm probably older than you guys I'm 35 but it's like growing up i obviously experienced it but i feel it's just getting worse and worse as we go yeah. so like i can only imagine now like well it's too, it's true because like yeah. now it's a different kind of pressure when it's not just looking in, at idols in magazines or on television yeah. but it's your friends who have who are posting you know the expectation of, of yeah. yourself to kind of have to represent yourself yeah, yeah. exactly that's it. well i mean like that's just the thing it's like i mean like i there's a lot to tell there yeah it, you know like there was like like photos of me as a teenager like there's a couple yeah, yeah, you know, like like versus now, if you're a teenager in you 2018, you are you, you have yeah. a, you probably have an Instagram feed, and mm-hmm. you're trying to get your angles right, and you're trying yeah. to get your lighting right. Like, yeah. I feel you. There's a, so much more like bo- like body and visual emphasis, and especially mm-hmm. like Instagram is a hilarious example because it's only photos. Like, there's there's the writing <laughs> in Instagram is just like not even important. So you're just sort of like I'm only representing myself visually, which is like could be cool and creative but a lot of times it's just going to be like look perfect is yeah. going to like 
be what people sort of think they need to do on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I think it's uh, it's it's interesting that you guys are like exploring those themes because oh, yeah. I think that they become they're be just becoming more and more relevant. And, and yeah. I find what one thing though about the play too that I think is really interesting is that it it plays with that concept of trying to attain the the perfection that is expected from you, but mm-hmm. also when you when what you want to attain is totally different from that. And mm-hmm. how like trying oh. to break away from yeah. from the norms. Yeah. yeah, that struggle is is. In, uh, is explored right. in the mm-hmm. show. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's. I think that's always the, like, probably the saddest thing you could imagine is like if someone just sort of like, like internally like nails their look and like if they mm-hmm. look in the mirror and they're like, I'm killing it today, and then like, so they're happy with themselves, and then they go out into society. Exactly. Society's like, no, <laughs> you know, and then yeah. you're just sort of like, like, like the soul crushingness mm-hmm. of yeah. that moment is like, I'm just like breaks Ooh, my heart yeah. mm. <laughs> you know yeah. i was just sort of like i was like you like put yourself out there and you found what you actually mm-hmm. were comfortable as and then society's like no <laughs> 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 like, we're not comfortable with you being that comfortable and you're like oh like yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. i don't know yeah so I'm, I'm getting like chills just thinking about that as a, <laughs> <laughs> as a as a thing that i would see in a movement piece yeah. with creepy visuals going on and stuff <laughs> Cool. Um, so we know one-liner pitch. Yeah. So imagine, imagine you guys yeah. are at the beer tent. Uh, we're just you sitting, see us. We're just sitting mm-hmm. there drinking beers. And you pretend like, we hey. haven't spoken to us, and you're trying to sell us on the show real quick. Can you do it? <laughs> um. This is good practice. See, like yeah. now you have time to think about it. You. <laughs> I never thought about it. Mm, a, a quick one-liner to yeah. sell it. I would yeah. say, um, drum and bass horse riding yeah it's like (laughs) are we animals are we humans are we you know uh, it's really a full kind of a full Full engulfing experience (laughs) you're gonna walk in there and it's there's no way to kind of escape the room i think that's really one way to to look at it when you're in there you're like it's coming at you yeah what uh, what space are you guys in la chapelle Chapelle. okay and opening night is june 7th oh yeah ac guys ac (laughs) June so 7th, which is the Thursday? Thursday, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So opening night is seven. Uh, is June 7th at 22.15, which is 10.15. 10 15. 10 15. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> P.M. Um, and we also like to ask uh, the, uh, the companies that we interview, are there any other shows outside of your own? Obviously, Ellipses Morph, you're here, that's what you're here for. <laughs> are there any other shows that you guys want to give a shout out for uh, that, yes. you're in, that you guys are interested in, either if they're friends of yours or just things you've maybe seen that you'd like to see? Well, I'll, I'm doing a, another show, yes. too, so I'll oh. plug that in. Slide I'm, that in there. Yeah, sure. I'm doing a show uh, with Sir Mo Scomber called Don't Read the Comments. Okay. at uh, Mange Mes Pieds and okay. we open on the 6th we're off fringe so we have a, a different the, the longer okay. run like the different yeah. run time mm-hmm. so are you like doing fringe every single day <laughs> it's gonna be yeah <laughs> last year was my first year so this year I was like you know what I just want to do so much of it and, uh, I, don't, I don't think I'll ever do more than one show again but but it's I'm enjoying the experience as it's happening cool <laughs> any other shows Jesse Stong is doing something really yeah. cool um He's doing a tarot reading. A tarot I can't, I can't reading. remember the, the exact yeah. name of it, but he's he's we, really. We'll cool. find it. We'll put it in. Yes. Yeah. We'll in a little blurb. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, just I guess to as closing comments, um, what are you guys most excited about for for opening night? What are you hoping that people, uh, the reactions, or you're like, or what do you what what energy do you guys have going into opening night? I know it's sort of still a week and a bit away. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even say that. <laughs> it's coming very fast. It, um, it, yeah, I'm hoping that people have like energy during the show and are 
uh, focused on what's happening and just very involved. If nice. Casey will help. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I was yeah. like, I feel like I've, I've seen some like like quiet uh, or not quiet, but like less less vocal like dance pieces. And then sometimes when it's like late at night in a really hot venue, yeah, it's no. like you're like no matter how much like the mind wants to be like focused and engaged, yeah. the body's just like I'm sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But yeah, yeah the yeah. AC I think will will help will that. help ground everybody if yeah. there's like a sudden heat wave in the middle of June. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely excited to to hear from from friends or other people coming mm-hmm. to see the show just what they get from it like their full yeah. just their f- interpretation of it off the bat I think that's so we're like seeing. 99% seeing it which we do reviews after so you can also hear what yeah, we think exactly. about cool. it yeah exactly cool. we, do, we do a little what we did at the Fringe uh, podcast where we just sit around our dinner table and talk about the shows we saw in the last couple of days yeah we do like <laughs> a 10 minute like quick buffer of every show yeah exactly so cool f- ideally hopefully we'll be out there and we'll see it there's so many shows to go see we do really want to see this one so when we do, we'll tag you on social media or whatever, so you can listen to our thoughts and interpretations Great. On, yes. on what we ended up seeing. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Or <laughs> feeling. I don't know. <laughs> or feeling. Yeah. Maybe, exactly. Like, it's about the experience. Unfortunately, we're uh, an audio medium, so like we won't be able to express ourselves without words. <laughs> it's just sort of like, this uh, production made me, and there's just silence for a little while, and they're like, I get that. that. You know? yeah. <laughs> it, it complements the style. You're going from non-verbal yeah. to, to only verbal. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. All right, uh, Gabe, Roxanne, thank you guys so much for coming out, and I look forward to Ellipses Morph. Yes. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Hey there. We really hope you've been enjoying our Fringe podcasts. Uh, Go Fringe yourself. Um, Just a reminder, at 9to5.cc, we do love all of your fan support. Uh, So if you are enjoying what we're doing, uh, tell your friends about it. Maybe share it on social media. Uh, Maybe check out our other podcasts. We have 90s, which is a geek podcast. We have Go Plug Yourself, where we talk to Montrealers every two weeks. We also write a comic. And if you're feeling, like, super generous and you're told all of your friends about us and that's still not enough, uh, you can actually support us maybe financially if you go to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. We have some awesome uh, rewards there if you want to chip in maybe a couple bucks to us each month uh thank you very much uh we love doing this and we hope you enjoy what we're doing uh, keep enjoying the fringe everybody 9to5.cc podcast blogs and comics made in montreal since 2011